0: You like my nerd look today?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean you don't really look that different any <laughs> other day. I didn't. We're not oh no that now we are. Got are we it. Live? Got it. It said we're live.
0: Hi internet. Hey there, internet. How are you?
1: Welcome to episode 187 of the Outrage Factory. Go 187 on a motherfucking cop. <laughs> I like how he said that had to be deleted. <laughs> and then you're like, I don't want people thinking I'm a Sublime fan.
0: Yeah, I don't want I don't want people to think that I condone killing yourself with heroin like the singer of Sublime did. Damn, Leaving <laughs> behind his family because you he's went an hard irresponsible dickhead.
1: You, you went hard on that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, is it too soon? It's only been what a hundred years.
1: Uh when was that? Like back in the 90s, right? It was just as they were yeah. getting famous. Yeah. Or um, act- like real famous. Like, act- hello? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like actual, fam- whatever. It was the 90s. Hey, I'm your co host, Eric Boland.
0: I'm your other co host, Dale DeRooter. Uh, we are going to see how long we last before the bomb cyclone takes us out. And did you hear there's supposed to be? feet of snow beats multiple feet of snow
1: multiple feet? where we're not in vancouver
0: no it just said parts of canada and parts of the u.s oh. so well, i'm that's thinking a it's...
1: very fucking broad geographical <laughs> it's like oh yeah. in alaska they we got lots of snow
0: yeah i don't know if you know about this but uh the weather people who do weather stuff they don't have pinpoint accuracy they're like this motherfucking thing's gonna hit somewhere on the BC coast, maybe the island, maybe up north. You might feel it in Vancouver, you might not. You might just get wind. So we'll play it by ear. If we go black, that's what happened to us.
1: We will every time uh Coquitlam gets a Uh, Anything higher than like a slight breeze, a Mm -hmm. tree will blow into a transformer and knock out power for like three days. It's happened. I've lived here for like, what, six, five or six years, and it's happened probably like a dozen times. Anytime there's like a slight windstorm, uh, I lose power. So we'll see if we can get through this one.
0: Because you live on top of the mountain. And it's weird that anywhere that's civilized still has above ground power, like still has power poles. Like where I work in Richmond, the fucking people keep driving into the power poles because they, okay, how about we design this? Let's, we have electricity. We're going to put it 20 feet in the air so people could just fucking hit it. And then we're going to put it on these wooden poles and we're going to put those poles right beside where every single car drives. And then we'll just fucking see how long it takes before someone wraps a car around it and ruins electricity for everyone.
1: The other thing is that like, oh, they're like, oh, we're going to run this network of fucking electrical lines through the sky across the entire country. So you'll like go like hiking in like, you know, the the backcountry and you'll like suddenly reach a clearing and you'll be like, oh, what is this? And it's just these gigantic fucking power poles for like miles, which is like it's impressive that we could do that. But there's got to be there's got to be a better way.
0: And then it's just like you walk up to them and you're in nature like, oh, nature's nice. And then you get close to the power poles. It's like
1: <laughs>
0: and you're like, <inaudible> oh, that's probably not bad for us at all.
1: Oh no, I'm definitely getting cancer from that. Yeah. From nature. And I bet
0: when they came up with this whole system, they're like, why don't we just put the cables underground? They're wrapped in plastic and someone's like mm, that seems like a lot of work to dig and they're like you're right let's just do it with poles and then just fix it whenever they break yeah so yeah. there's our old man there's what <laughs> grinds
1: my gears <laughs> let's move the electricity underground
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that's that's, that's going to be our big, big take for this yeah. episode
0: yes it is our big take is Everybody who does stuff is dumb and I would have done it better a hundred years ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is really our one constant take throughout all 187, 87 episodes (laughs) of this podcast is that everyone is dumb except us. And we have, we have the good ideas and everyone else has bad ideas. I
0: mean, if other people were smart, they'd have their own podcast, but they don't. Because we're the only podcast going, so you're we are. all dumb. We're, we're
1: definitely exposed. the only one that matters.
0: Right. And you could tell how much we matter because of the numbers of people who watch us.
1: Yeah, and all the work we put into making this a quality, <laughs> quality we're product. We're the
0: reverse Nickelback. We're so Some... good, we're not popular. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to talk about this conspiracy thing? You put I just on want, this? yeah. Uh, well, Cause I, I saw like, this because... I like conspiracy theories.
1: Well, no, this is just like, I, I know you do. Uh, they released a study uh, basically, what, last week? I only saw this because a bunch of people on Twitter were like, look how good we are. Uh, and the study was basically like, uh, they did a study of a correlation between which social media platforms you use and how likely you are to believe in conspiracy theories. Uh, and they found that uh, people who used Twitter like prolifically, were 3% less likely.
0: Oh, three whole percent?
1: Three whole percent less likely to believe in conspiracy theories, whereas people who used uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook, YouTube, WhatsApp, uh, yeah, it was mostly Facebook, YouTube, and WhatsApp were, uh, were 3% more. Le- so that's like a 6% swing, which is not, in- it seems like a small number, But uh, yeah, you're you're three percent and the way like I've the way these percentages work is they basically like they run a simulation and let's say assuming there are multiverses and there are a hundred different versions of you Mm -hmm. in those multiverses. Mm -hmm. You still with me? I'm with you. Okay. Three versions of you. If all the versions of you use Facebook, three versions of you in those multiverses are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories. Whereas, why? Wouldn't it be
0: the of the hundred people, the amount of people on Facebook would be
1: three more than the amount. Why of are you fucking up Twitter? my multiverse? <laughs> believe in conspiracy? Well, theory? no, because it only it makes people like three percent. So it isn't even like there's a lift of three out of every 100 people on Facebook are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories. I think it's just more. Uh, it increases the likelihood of. Uh, oh yeah, Tennille's popping off in the comments saying,
0: uh, "The point I made before we started. The point Dale made
1: before we so started. So now recording. I can't
0: even say it was my point because t- theoretically Tennille put it." On the air before I did, but it was that how does WhatsApp count? Because that's just a messaging service. That's like saying how many people, what's the percentage of people on SMS texting believe in conspiracy theories?
1: Yeah, and I guess it all goes down to like who you are SMS texting or WhatsApping with, right? Like if you are in a circle of uh, people who are inclined to believe in QAnon, then, and those are the people sending you messages on WhatsApp, then... Hey, Tanil! Congratulations on <laughs> wait what? It's uh what? in our
0: chat. well if, in case everybody doesn't know what's going on in the chat on the Facebook group that we stream this through, beside your name now, all of a sudden it says how many years you've been following, and Tanil says two anniversary, which means she wasn't here for the first two years of us live streaming. Or I, mean, I basically think it just means she liked our facebook group two years ago because mine says four anniversary follower do you why does it for segwe Day well i was saying do you
1: you see the vietnamese one because i see a vietnamese one for as well
0: yeah it's it it says it in all different languages i guess (laughs) in case
1: because we're so multicultural yeah
0: okay uh, one thing I want to say about this conspiracy theory is my whole theory is that it's a conspiracy within a conspiracy theory because I think people on Twitter are just too self-righteous to admit that they like
1: conspiracy theories. Well, I was gonna because say
0: Because of all of the platforms you named, Twitter is the one where people take themselves the most seriously. The most
1: seriously and are the most self-righteous. Yeah. I was gonna say that Twitter is actually correlated with it the other way. I will like occasionally log on to Twitter these days, and I always see people being like, uh oh, my God, we're opening up to public events again. It's too soon. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's too soon. We're like 85% vaccinated. We're fucking two years yeah. into this thing. You feel it is still too soon for us to be opening up and allowing people to congregate. And that's like, I see that shit exclusively on Twitter. Oh, Always yeah, if dude. I go on Facebook. I
0: was going to say Twitter is definitely the most Melvin social media platform.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like it's just like the most like self-righteous people, but they all have to be like more self-righteous than the person who was self-righteous before them. So it's like, well, yeah. I, I believe that unvaccinated people should be rounded up and put in uh, gas chambers and <laughs> like murdered. We
0: should just kill them all. That's, that's what the, we should do.
1: That's the wokest thing to be-
0: And it's like, yeah. no, well, no, you probably. It's you almost know. like people on Twitter virtue signal signal. Jail signal. signal. Are we not say I remember we said that at the beginning of this podcast, like a couple of years ago. And then every time I said that within the last two years, you get a little bit squirrely. Like we're not allowed to say virtue signalers. Anymore. No, it's true. we're
1: allowed to say it now. But it's one oh, of those okay. things where it's like the people who do it the most. Uh, same for the people who like cancel other people. Mm-hmm. They'll be like they'll be like virtue signaling and cancel culture don't exist. And if you say that, I'll know how toxic you are.
0: Oh, do you want to hear another conspiracy theory oh, about Twitter? Fuck, Dale, do I ever. Have you ever heard of the term dead internet?
1: No. Tell me more. So
0: what this is, it's that, um, and Twitter's supposed to be the worst, where all these, like, a lot of conspiracy theories complain to people with blue check marks and, like, despairingly, like, all oh, those blue check marks because, like, they're mostly skew liberal and they mostly rail against right-wing beliefs or, like, Like, like you were saying, like, they're mostly the first ones to say we shouldn't be opening up, we should be locked down, we should punish people who aren't falling in line and stuff. But the dead internet conspiracy theory is that, like, 80% of those are false profiles, and they're, like, and they're not actually, they're, like, just AI bots that are, like, programmed to, like, skew to the left.
1: Yeah. I don't I mean.
0: You don't really believe?
1: believe. It? I don't believe that. Like, I believe there are 100% fucking bots on Twitter. Oh, I think yeah. both the right and the left know how to uh, manipulate the internet for their own gain. Oh yeah. So uh, I I don't think that's just like limited to the left. But yeah, like absolutely, there are uh, left bot left leftist bots on Twitter just as well as as rightist ones. Rightist right wing. You know yeah. what? You know what the big conspiracy theory is, Yes, is, is that this is all just a fucking computer simulation, oh, and God, we're just batteries we... for robots in pods right now, and we're all just hallucinating this. This is a simulation being fed into our brains as we sit in tanks and generate electricity from our bodies for our robot overlords in the future
0: like in the matrix
1: oh dale <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i've never heard of this movie before like
0: uh, is this are you just or did we just become matrix shills because the fourth one's coming out i wish that we were like paid a whole bunch of money by the marketing team of the matrix Four, so we could just be like yeah so what if the matrix is true
1: What if? do you think if the matrix was true the robots would allow us to talk about the matrix in no. the simulation I think if the
0: matrix was true, we wouldn't have zoom. We wouldn't have today's internet. We would have early two thousands internet. And then they would have
1: just capped it there.
0: Yeah. Like right now we have too much free flow information. It's like the weird thing about conspiracy theories is like, everybody has this idea that there's this like shadowy cabal running everything. And then it's like, well, then why the fuck did they make the internet where we can talk to each other and share ideas? Like they like another like a different conspiracy theories like the library of alexandria which was like the highest point of human knowledge before modern times was burnt down and we lost all the knowledge that was in those books but now we have stuff like wikipedia which basically if you want to know anything you can go on wikipedia so it's like the internet is the modern day library of alexandria where you could just find out whatever you want about whatever you want to know so if there was a shadowy cabal they wouldn't let you just go learn about stuff
1: but yeah but i also think i feel like the original intent of the internet was to keep us uh like placate like it was basically like oh you know cable tv isn't uh the opiate of the masses anymore we need to give them something that can like feed them porn and Mm -hmm. uh feed them porn and what else is the internet used for feed them porn and porn and some more porn it's
0: porn conspiracy theories aliens and then girls dressed up like aliens doing porn
1: yeah right and then like social networking or what like the ability to like talk to your friends but i think it was like designed i'm i'm just saying if it plugs into this conspiracy theory That the idea that the Internet, it was just designed to be this like opiate. And you see that all the fucking time with people just like Mm -hmm. numbed out on their phones or like mindlessly scrolling Instagram for 12 hours a day or whatever the fuck else people do on the Internet when they're not watching porn, Uh, (laughs) which, again, I don't know. I'm assuming this is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and it it does Keep people from like getting a little Too unruly but then there's some people Who took that way to the other side And they exclusively use the internet To get really fucking unruly uh, mm-hmm. And like spread These bizarro theories around
0: Yeah like uh, what the that uh, Facebook whistleblower was saying How it's all Marketed but I think like the whole Everybody fighting on Facebook And stuff was like an accident that they Didn't stop it was like oh this is what everybody wants so we'll just give them what they want and it was like and that's the whole ir- like twilight zone irony of it is like um is the social media is like hurting our mental well-being but it's because that's all we want to do is hurt our own mental well-being
1: yeah we're just like it's definitely self it's self-harm yeah and we all know it it's not like there's like a shortage of information out there being like social media is actually bad for your fucking brain and yeah. you shouldn't be on it 12 hours a day mm-hmm. and you don't need to share every thought you have with a bunch of fucking virtual <laughs> strangers for <laughs> like, their uh their validation but yet we continue doing it mm-hmm. uh knowing the harm the irreparable harm it is doing to us
0: yeah like uh it's all on our algorithms that we have set up and they get adjusted real time to give us whatever we click on
1: yeah. Meanwhile, we're just like everything we talk about, and every conversation we have, it's all just like feeding data to our uh, robot overlords in the Matrix. And they're using mm-hmm. that to adjust how we interact with the Internet and like the ads that we see and the messages we see and the pages we interact with and whatever the fuck else.
0: You know what? You know what kind of I'm, I'm going to drop a segue here to our next. Are you, are you oh, Dale.
1: You know, I was going to say, you know what's
0: fucking up? Everybody's, like, anger algorithms and stuff because what? it's, like, it's kind of short-circuiting the system. What? This whole Alec Baldwin thing. Oh, fuck! Because it's, like, the left people want to go against, like, Alec Baldwin. They're, like, oh, is he going to get charged for murder and stuff? But Alec Baldwin has always been, like, a champion of the, like anti-gun like left leaning rights and then the right can't go after alec baldwin for doing this because it was the gun violence that everybody's scared of happening where somebody accidentally gets shot with a gun under like bad circumstances so it's like both sides are like just waiting to explode on this whole situation but they're like "Ah, actually fuck let's see how this ends up
1: Yeah, well, it's also fucking weird that like a tragedy happens and the immediate rush is to like. Fucking be like, hmm, how can I manipulate this Mm -hmm. for for my either my audience or my gain or whatever the fuck else that was always like the most infuriating thing about uh, Twitter to me back in the day is like every time a fucking celebrity died. Everyone had to like rush to offer their thoughts on the celebrity dying yeah. and how the celebrity thoughts had like prayers. had changed their life. And like mm-hmm. uh, and and they did it not to fucking share anything meaningful, but to like pit themselves against everyone else tweeting the same shit about the same dead celebrity mm-hmm. and see who could get the most likes on it. And, and to insert like,
0: themselves into the conversation. Yeah,
1: the the Anthony Jessen, like the, yeah. <laughs> the don't forget about me. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's like this one, it's like people can't even do that because they're like, I, because uh, it's not, about, it's not like immediately clear what's the right take on this whole situation. So nobody's willing to just fucking go in hand swinging and be like, this is what I think, because it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is actually a nuanced, uh, Catastrophe. I don't I don't know what to do because it's like the assistant direct. I guess okay, we didn't even explain what happened with Alec baldwin
1: Alec Ball so. shot and killed a person.
0: So yeah, basically he was on set for his new movie Rust. He's a producer, whatever, in it. And he was doing the scene with a gun and it was a prop gun. And the assistant director handed him a gun and he said, This is a cold gun, or yelled, cold gun. Um, that means that it doesn't have live ammo in it, but for whatever reason, the gun did have live ammo in it, and Alec Baldwin discharged the gun. I like how they say that in all the articles, are like, a gun was discharged. But so basically, Alec Baldwin shot, he shot while it, he shot the gun, and it hit the female. I don't know why I said female, it hit the woman who was the cinematographer, and it went through her and then hit like, um, uh, either the director of the DOP. It was like It director, was
1: actually the director. director.
0: Oh, the director, director.
1: I think it was the director, director. Yeah. yeah so
0: it hit the director behind her and he's in, he's injured. I, I don't know what, how severe his injuries are. The cinematographer died. So that's where we stand. And it's like Alec Baldwin was brought in for questioning and stuff. And everybody's just like wait what what who who are we mad at right now and it's like i guess you could be mad at the assistant director because he falsely represented the ammo that was in the gun i don't know why he did it if someone told him it was cold like basically i guess they're just going to track this down to whoever put live bullets into the prop gun and it's that person's fault
1: Meanwhile, you look at, like, this reminded me of uh, Brandon Lee, who uh, who died on the the set of The Crow, uh, what, like, fucking 30 years ago?
0: Yeah, something like that, like, 92, 93. Jesus
1: Christ, we're fucking old. (laughs) We're Um, so old. So this happened back then, and everyone's reaction was like, oh, shit, like, what a senseless tragedy. It's so sad and bizarre that this accident happened. That one was actually different because
0: that one what happened was there were blanks in the gun so the person shot like the gun was fired and a blank came out but then there was still shrapnel from the previous shell in the barrel of the gun so when they shot the next blank it propelled pieces from the first bullet out of it and that's what killed brandon lee oh so there's it no one there was that no one wasn't an actual that. bullet bullet it was they didn't clean the gun between rounds being fired.
1: Well, Dale, whose fucking responsibility was it to clean the, the gun person between again. rounds? I've seen uh as we all know there's a major maybe we don't all know. Uh there's a major labor dispute happening in Hollywood right now and oh, on there? film sets. Uh, what? I didn't know that. Did you not know that? No. Oh, yeah, like a major labor labor dispute happening uh for like like film So like the kind of people who would normally be responsible for. Oh, like the
0: support staff.
1: Yeah. Like Like, not the, uh, the behind the the scenes. Yeah. Not the screen actors guild, but like, yeah, everyone who like actually makes a movie happen. uh, Mm -hmm. And they're saying that this person, um, whoever like didn't was supposed to make sure this gun didn't actually kill a person was a replacement employee hired Mm -hmm. Uh, to replace a union employee. So basically a scab and uh, they're saying that this is more, I don't know. It's a bunch of fucking posturing, right? It's like, oh, a person died and this either you're like, oh, this is a reason we should eradicate unions forever and burn them to the ground. This is
0: a reason why we need unions because they stop stuff like this from happening.
1: um, Yeah, but I'm saying and no, that's not fucking there. There are plenty of unionized fucking jobs out there where by the way i want to say that i'm like staunchly pro-union but it doesn't sound like it but you can't say i am like super (laughs) pro-union but you can't say that accidents don't happen in unionized work no i know
0: but unions have all these protocols that most people find annoying until they realize why all those protocols are there like if this was if this wasn't mired in like replacement workers and union strife and people walking off the set. And basically the confusion of the behind the scenes staff, this wouldn't have happened because if this was like fully operational unionized running set, that gun would have been like checked and rechecked. And it would have been like, there would have been all these proper procedures to do it because obviously somewhere along the chain of this gun being presented to Alec Baldwin it got it failed a step of the way because there was live bullets put in it when there shouldn't have been like there shouldn't have even been live bullets on the set on the set yeah unless they were using them to like shoot cans or something I don't know what even I have no idea what they would use live ammo for on a set
1: shooting cans probably yeah (laughs) noted gun guy Dale Deruder, waiting Mm -hmm. with his hot take but like yeah even even in unionized workplaces people still fucking cut corners they're like oh this is bullshit and then like none of it really comes you just like you cut the corner thinking that it's like a small unimportant thing policeman's until one day- union. what policeman's union yeah until one day fucking someone dies and then you're like you're like oh maybe we should like like people are people And we're always going to do the human thing. And that is to like, just kind of slog through our shit in the like laziest way possible Mm -hmm. to get to the end of the day and hope nobody dies. Uh, And I think that's true, whether you're in a uh, unionized or non-unionized workforce.
0: Yeah. uh, It's an evolutionary trait of humans to do the least amount of work possible. (laughs) And uh,
1: who are we to fight evolution, Derek? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's may the laziest uh what the fuck. So
0: what may the laziest person win?
1: Yeah, what, whatever it is.
0: Uh, what do you think should personally happen with this? I don't know. Nothing. Let's say, don't. let's say the incident. You're you're the in in, in you're the oh am I? investigator? Yeah, and you have to come up with a solution to what happened on the set of Rust.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, like do do the investigation. Find mm-hmm. what caused it because we don't oh, know. You like, do. You're the investigator. You're doing the investigation. Okay. Well, here I am investigating the film set. No, I find that there was a fucking <laughs> bullet. Like I don't know the cause, and I don't know where. Like I don't understand enough about film sets to say like these are where the breakdowns happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of people yelling about it online. I don't know if those people know what the fuck they're talking about either. But a lot of people are saying like the assistant director clearly the gun was not checked. Yeah, Uh, or inspected prior to someone taking it. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that someone was the assistant director or if it was given to the assistant director and then the assistant director shouldn't have been the person but like maybe if you have a fucking gun on set and the actor is about to fire it or actress, I want to be inclusive here uh, you like do a final fucking check before Mm -hmm. you start filming while that gun like it should be like if you have a gun and an actor's holding it you do a check while the actor's holding the gun and then there is a zero percent chance unless the actor is putting bullets in the gun themselves Mm -hmm. there's a zero percent chance that that gun is gonna not zero percent chance there could still be a fucking brandon lee thing yeah but like you do a check while while Mm -hmm. it is in the actor's hand or actress and it doesn't leave there and if it does leave their hand and it comes back you got to do another check yeah yeah
0: i agree with you like obviously at some point in the chain of command or the chain of possession it failed uh i for me i would just trace it back to the person who put live bullets in it and be like well you're getting charged with manslaughter or criminal negligence resulting in death
1: even then i
0: wouldn't somebody put live bullets in this gun and that person was wrong so whoever did that is the person who should be charged with negligence
1: yeah okay but look at it this way maybe there is a thing on film sets where like they get bored and they go out back and they shoot a few rounds to like fucking you know blow off steam or whatever i 100 think that is not never been on a film, on film set sets. never will be on a film set yeah. no fucking idea
0: but like maybe let's it's say- like they just shoot them in the air to blow off steam.
1: Yeah, or whatever.
0: Like, let's like, an off, like... like a desktop on that movie, The Wrong Guys, where they convince <laughs> Wero Farrell that you I just did, shoot, like, your gun gun shoot your gun at your desk.
1: <laughs> okay, so, but let's say nah. this is like a normal thing and they do it under the assumption that, like, okay, if I put live bullets in this gun, I know <clears> it's okay <throat> because someone down the line is going to do their job and check this gun and make sure it is. Responsible for use in a movie set Before they hand it to an actor To shoot at someone Yeah So I don't think Like unless it can be proven That the person Put that bullet in the gun With the intent to injure someone I don't think they should be held responsible Because they they loaded the gun Based on the assumption That someone would make sure It was unloaded before it was fired
0: Yeah I, like, if If someone is putting live bullets in the gun I need to hear why there's live bullets being put in a gun on set. I
1: hope, it's and for if they have like, paw.
0: if they have like a two-sentence explanation, be like, "Oh, we do that because of this." I'm like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." But if it was like, I don't know, then I'd be like, well, "You're going to jail, bro."
1: Our yeah. Like, I mean, it's a sister. fucking at the end of the day, it's a tragic workplace accident. And I don't mm-hmm. know that for every accident that happens, we need to be like, this person is responsible and they should be charged to the fullest yeah. extent of the law to prevent these things. from Because they'll still fucking have these things. Accidents are accidents by their nature. They are unplanned. They are mm-hmm. due to uh, carelessness or irresponsibility on usually a wide variety of people's parts. And I don't think yeah. that like any one person should be charged for this. Uh, Except Alec Baldwin. Oh, you think Alec Baldwin should be? No, I'm just fucking around. I just wasn't. Wasn't because somebody
0: was somebody on Twitter was like, "Is Alec Baldwin going to get charged?" And I was like, "No."
1: Didn't Alec? No, Alec Baldwin. Didn't Alec Baldwin have the like shitty, drunk, like abusive phone message against? Oh yeah, when he called his daughter a a pig. Yeah, like that. Fucking charge him for that piece. Well, if he
0: would have. If he would have shot his cinematographer during that phone call, throw him in jail. But those are two entirely different situations. Like the worst part about this whole thing with Alec Baldwin is we can't make jokes about his wife having a fake accent anymore because he killed somebody and it's tragic. Now we all have to take a step back from Alec Baldwin jokes and just wait.
1: give it a week.
0: Yeah. Also, it's like there's me no me. immediate puns or anything to make about this besides the movie being called Rust, which I don't know. So I'm just I, honestly, I was like, maybe I should make, try to make a meme about this. But I was like, nah, I'm not going to do anything with this. I'm just going to let it go because nobody would care anyway. And I think that's what we all have to do. We all have to be like, this is tragic. They're the. Let the authorities deal with it, and then hopefully it doesn't fuck with Alec Baldwin too much. Yeah. Like, I hope he doesn't get, like, too much PTSD or some shit from this.
1: I mean, you kill, you kill a person. I don't think any normal person can walk away from that no. and just, like, get on with their lives.
0: No. And that's why I hope he... Like, I'm not saying I hope Alec Baldwin's a sociopath and he just fucking blows this off. It's just like, I like Alec Baldwin and I want to see more of him in the future. So I hope this doesn't kind of ruin his life is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, I like For him selfish when he's reasons,
1: not fucking drunkenly berating his daughter or uh, just being like oh, a loudmouth liberal on Twitter where he's like. That's true where he's being
0: where i don't know if i was rich i would probably be a loudmouth liberal too because it's a lot easier to be a liberal when you're fucking rich it's a lot
1: easier to be anything when you're fucking rich you want to know why because you're rich yeah want to be a nazi if you're rich you can if you're poor good fucking luck i mean i guess it would be a
0: lot easier to be far right wing if you're rich too because you're like i want all these taxes gone so i could keep more of my money
1: it's, I, I think like yeah. the moral of the story here is be rich and you can believe whatever you want. But if that's you're exactly poor, true. if yeah. you're poor, you believe what Dale and I tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, like I, I, th- I want to be rich enough where I could just forego having a moral compass and just have money instead.
1: Yeah, like, that's like
0: w- instead of having an angel and a demon voice on my shoulder. I just want piles of money. So I don't have to care about the morality of any decision I make.
1: Well, so there's rich, which is like, you can have like a couple million and live comfortably or whatever, but then there's like, there's no moral compass rich, which is like, Mm. you know, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, or like, you could just imagine the fucking, it's like, Oh, I want to, uh, there's like squid, squid game, rich, like being like, I have enough. Have you not watched Squid Game yet? Damn. I started watching it and then it was like in
0: subtitles. I was like, all right, I can't play video games and read a show at the same time, so I'm not going to watch
1: this. That's and it was exact. so
0: boring because it was in black and white. And they're like, what? this is the childhood white. game I played. As a oh, kid. yeah. And they explained. Oh, so you watched
1: the first two 20 minutes. minutes. So you watched and the I first was like, two minutes of Squid out. Game.
0: <laughs> it was like, they were like, it was so long and drawn out. It's like, And then, and then like shows the scene where this person grabs his shirt and they're like, (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay. Do you, are you
0: familiar with the premise though? No, it's like they play a game so they can make money.
1: No, the premise of squid game is that some shady cabal of like very rich people is paying and bankrolling this game where, uh, they bring, I think it's like 400 people or something to this Mm. Island to yeah. play children's games. Yeah. In like a tournament, but if you yeah. fail at the children's game, you just they shoot you and you die. Like that that's okay. it. So they're like mass murdering all the people who are failing at these games, but it's bankrolled by like these very wealthy businessmen who want to gamble on the outcome of it. It's very it's kind of like a uh, Battle Royale, but oh, cool. Yeah. It, or I got... um Hunger Games. Hunger yeah.
0: Or uh guns akimbo or series seven or uh all these other games are these people put okay i here let me just ask you i'm I'm fucking ask away bro okay ask away we should probably be talking about this anyway because it's so popular (laughs) like look how many episodes we spent on tiger king and this is more popular than tiger king which this is netflix's
1: most popular show ever apparently
0: okay you can watch it dubbed, right? Because I might do the dubbed version. You
1: can't. I, I mean, I personally cannot watch dub shit. If people's lips are moving and the sounds don't match, it just fucks me up. Okay, yes, here's my problem. They do have a dub. I about.
0: have, a. am not, I'm not like one of those people on Twitter where they brag about having ADHD, but I have this thing where I can't pay attention to just a TV show. I have to do something else at the same time, like play video games or draw Or, oh, because of my phone or whatever ADHD. Yeah. But the problem with watching stuff that's subtitled is you have to watch the screen and you can't do anything else. So it's like, and then, then like when I was saying, when I explained how boring and long and drawn out the opening sequence was, that's probably why. Because I was draw I was like reading, I couldn't do other stuff. So that's why I'm going to try the dubbed version.
1: Yeah, if you're just like half listening to it and sort of watching, I could see you doing it. uh, It's also the
0: reason why I watch so much terrible TV because terrible TV is easier to watch without watching. So it's like just cheesy sitcoms you can just listen to and half watch because you don't have to like see visual clues. Do you retain
1: anything? like, do you ever like go back and be like, oh, I've never seen this show before. And then you watch it and you're four episodes in and you're like, Oh, I half watched this show and I've actually oh. seen it through to its conclusion, but uh, I didn't, it didn't stick in my brain.
0: That would happen if I watched it, just watching it. Cause I'll <laughs> go back and watch like old shows. I'm like, did I watch this? But um, okay. More questions about skid game, yeah. skid game, skid, skid game. Uh, <laughs> That's what they
1: played in Enderby all the time. That <laughs> fucking
0: weirdo game that they were describing at the beginning where it was like a square with a circle on top, and somebody yeah. had to like make a door and run in and out. Yeah. Is that the only game they play, or did they play other
1: games? Spoiler alert for anyone who is watching this or listening to this, turn the volume down or skip 15 seconds ahead. It is or the grow final sack
0: and just watch it anyway.
1: It is the final game, they, the very final game they play between the two mainish characters.
0: Well, that's not really a spoiler alert because they spent an excruciatingly amount of foreshadowing on it by opening the series with it.
1: They did. I don't even know if it's a real game. I, I thought it was something that like they invented as kids or something, but Draw, it's either it up...
0: it's either something they invented or a Korean game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, question two, these 400 people that are in this game are do they volunteer or are they involuntarily put in?
1: Yeah. So it, the whole show is actually social commentary on uh, the you know, the uh, wealth divide in Korea, uh, mm. much like uh, what parasite was. Um, but it's, they go around and they like recruit very like poor or down on their luck people or people who are like have gambling debts or people who have been embezzling from work or people who, uh, are homeless or destitute. So all the people are there of their own volition.
0: So is this like, uh, you can go to jail, or you can do this as well, type of thing,
1: uh, like the
0: movie Running Man.
1: No, why is the no jail? Jail isn't a jail isn't on the table.
0: Okay, because I thought like when you're saying gambling debts or whatever, they could go to people and be like, "All right, you have all these debts. You're gonna or you are you embezzling, which is a crime, so you're gonna go to jail." Or I mean, some of the characters
1: in. definitely will, but I think it's more mm. like whatever your story is, you can stay here and run the risk of death to win all this money. And it's like for every person that dies, there's like a million dollars or like a million Korean dollars added to the pot. Whereas, oh, okay. uh, or you can go back to your like shitty fucking and like a mm-hmm. couple episodes in they give people once they realize that people are going to die. Okay. This is another spoiler alert. Once they realize that people are dying from these games, cause they do red light, red light, green light. Mm -hmm. which is like and then like while red light green light is happening people who are moving after red light just get like mowed down by these fucking machine guns and everyone's freaking out and after that game they give people the option and they say if the majority of you vote to disband this game uh we'll we'll stop it and we'll return everyone home and so the majority of people spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert the majority of people do vote to end the game and they all go home. And then once they see how shitty their lives are back at home or they're reminded of it, they're like, oh, fuck. And then they go back to the island for like round two.
0: Oh, snap. So it's yeah. also like that movie, The Experiment type of deal where they're like, well, it's not really like that, I guess. But it's like, it's weird because it's like you, you're talking about this and it's like this culmination, culmination of like, the last 20 years of social commentary movies. Like I'm hearing stuff like from like what I said before, like series seven battle Royale, hunger games, the maze runner. um, And all this stuff I had, I was thinking of more, Oh, the experiment, which I was thinking about.
1: Yeah. and Mostly I think it's just a commentary on like what people will subject themselves to when they are desperate enough, Mm -hmm. Um, which we also saw in uh, you know, incredible shows like Bum Fights back in the day. That's true. But it's uh jokes aside, it's a fucking great show. Everyone should check it out. And uh, yeah, again, like people are there of their uh, what, Dale. I would
0: kind of like the show more if it was, like, a nefarious... If it wasn't, like, a cabal exploiting people's own greed and being like, you could go this and you get money, it would be kind of more entertaining if there's, like, the shadow... Like, if they showed up at this place and they didn't know why they were there. Like, that's one of the things I always like about these types of shows. Like, in um, uh, The Maze Runner, they show up in the middle of this maze and then nobody knows why the fuck they're there. So part of the show or movie is them... Trying to solve the mystery of how they ended up In this situation yeah. But if it's just like oh I'm here because I'm Dumb and I'm poor Well so-, so at
1: first they have no idea Until after that first game where they actually Explain it to them mm. um, And it's also it's it's interesting Because the people the shadowy overlords uh, Overseeing the game Are like um, They're like very intent On making sure that like everyone Has equal opportunity within even though they're all fucking being murdered they want everyone to have like the same opportunity to win because they think it's like like so it's like there's
0: an honor like the i guess that would be a nice thing because like because it came from korea there's this whole like built-in honor system where it has to be fair like the games have to be fair like if this was made by like an american studio or whatever you could you could guess that like um, backstabbing and secrecy would be a hot like really ingrained in the plot, like Survivor or something, where it's like you kinda scheme against each other. But since it was from Korea, they're like trying everything to make it fair.
1: Yeah, which I mean, which honestly, I guess
0: would make it better.
1: You can just you can just wait and there will undoubtedly be an American remake of the show within mm-hmm. the next few years based on the the, the success they've seen.
0: I could see them making a game show where they don't kill people but they do everything like this but you don't get killed or you get shot with paintballs or something. I
1: and think then, it's just a matter of time before we see like actual like fights to the death on uh you know, it didn't take the fucking romans to get to exist for that long before they turned to like gladiator fights to entertain people. So yeah, But that
0: was that started with them killing slaves and the undesirables. I think the problem now is It's as much as people are trying, it's taking it's taking too much effort to dehumanize a group of people to the point where people would be okay watching them getting beaten to death. I
1: don't know about that. As
0: bad as society is, we're not at the level of like Nazi Germany where the Jewish people were fully dehumanized. So people had no emotional attachment to them living or dying. Like there I are, I think now some it's more, you see would.
1: it, you see it. Uh, that's more of like a class thing versus, and I'm sure mm-hmm. like the the wealthy people or the one percenters that we're talking about, they don't give a fuck about like you mm-hmm. or me or the, the common people. And they definitely do not give a fuck about like really poor people or uh, yeah. you know, homeless people. So uh,
0: I think right um, now knows, we're at man. the point where like with anti-vaxxers and stuff, where people are like, they should lose their jobs. Like we're not okay with people beating each other to death, but a lot of people are okay with people losing their livelihood. And just like, because it's like, it's not like they die and you have to deal with the thought of their mortality and the existential crisis of like a society that's killing each other. But it's like they lose their job and they just kind of go away and you don't have to worry about it. Like if someone loses their livelihood, then it's like, it is kind of, a bad turn and they might end up actually starving to death or dying, but you don't have to think about that. So you don't have to think about like the ultimate repercussions of being like, well, if that person doesn't get vaccinated, they shouldn't have a job and they should just go away from society. And then I won't have to deal with it.
1: Can we talk about that? Because on top, I mean, we only have a few minutes left here in the episode, but uh, in addition to, so a lot of private employers uh, and public employers, like the government of Canada have announced that, um, Basically, you have to get vaccinated if you wish to remain employed, Mm -hmm. um, which fuck, fine, whatever. Like that is their right as businesses. Uh, But now the government of Canada came out this week and said, if you lose your job for not meeting one of your employer's requirements. um, Which would be to get vaccinated, that that means you are basically you're willingly walking away from this job. Mm-hmm. And you will not be eligible for uh, employment insurance, which is uh, Canada's kind of social safety net. It's like one step above uh, uh, welfare, basically, where but
0: I do want to explain it is a system where we all pay it like it's yeah. it's still an insurance. It's not a complete social safety net. It's like me and you, every time we have a paycheck, the government takes a chunk out for employment insurance. And then when we go on employment insurance, we're pulling from the pool that we paid into. So it's not like the government's just giving out money to people. It's people are taking from the pool that everybody paid into.
1: Yes. Which is
0: being just a nitpicky thing, but I just wanted to point that out.
1: Yeah. So they, the government of Canada is essentially saying if people do not get vaccinated, Not only will they lose their jobs, but they will not be able to uh, collect EI while they look for a new job. So they're basically, so now it's starting like at first when it was just the private or the public or private or public employer saying you have Mm -hmm. to get vaccinated. I was like, fine, fuck, whatever. Like that's not a big deal because these people have the option to like go and get another job elsewhere. Um, And they at least have access to like, a a safety net while they do so because I don't think a lot of the people who are still vaccine hesitant I don't believe that they are like malicious or mean-spirited or ill-willed people I think they are people who are scared probably which is true and people who want to uh, essentially like they want to have some feel some level of dominion over what they're putting into their bodies. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: or some people just don't trust the process and they think it will adversely affect their health in the future, which, I mean, I didn't care about that because I was, a I was a cigarette smoker theoretically. So it all boils down to that where it's like, I don't give a fuck. I smoke cigarettes. Those are yeah, the worst things like, for you. Uh... So, I've already done irreparable harm to my body, but there are people who believe that there's going to be like, like I've heard, like you'll get soft tissue cancer and stuff within the next five to 10 years, which is like, yeah, you might from, but the other thing is it's like, you're still no matter what the bad side effects are from the vaccine, it's probably going to be worse from actually getting COVID. Like yeah. now they're saying you get brain damage from it or well, that's the thing. Everyone's that's like,
1: worst everyone's part. like, Oh, well we don't know what the long-term effects of the vaccine are. And it's like, well, yeah, but we also have zero idea what the long-term mm-hmm. effect of COVID are and more and more of the studies of the long-term effect of COVID are showing us that like, yeah, it isn't even if you have like a relatively like, chill about with covid and like or you're asymptomatic this thing could like fuck you up for years down the line
0: so the thing is like i think a lot of the problems like all the problems basically with the vaccine from what i can parse from all the super amount of very clear information we're fed every day that tells us straightforward is that a lot of the side effects are coming from the spike protein that they're putting in your body but the coronavirus has the spike protein too so to me i keep hearing that yes there are side effects from the vaccine but those side effects are like x amount worse if you were to get covid so like if i got the vaccine and i had a bad side effect from it if i would have just got covid it would have been worse yes so but at the same point like to me, it makes sense to get the vaccine, but I don't think people should lose their job for not wanting to get the vaccine, because, especially because we're at 85% vaccinated. So there's only 15% of people that aren't vaccinated running around. And there's it's kind of like there's so many people vaccinated that is it really going to sink society if we stop these people? Whereas if we just fire these people and we don't give them like financial support, we're going to fuck over society because we're already like the supply chain's already fucked up. Uh, We don't have enough like medical staff. And it's like, I think this is just going to blow up in the government's faces because we're facing a labor shortage right now. Like you talk to anybody that's in charge of hiring for any sort of business and they can't find people to work. So if we take away from the pool of possible workers and make it even smaller, then what are we going to do? Just kind of hope that magically there's more people who can work or the people who are vaccinated feel like working themselves ragged.
1: Yeah, like I think so. I want to say that I am in favor of like businesses being able to set their own policies around vaccination. And if if they want to fire people, I mean... There are a number of businesses out there that have just been taken for a fucking ride by COVID. And if they don't want to run the risk of their business getting shut down or like even having to close down for a Mm -hmm. significant period of time because of a COVID outbreak in their office, they have every right to say they require employees to be vaccinated. And if employees can't be vaccinated, then those employees are no longer welcome to work there. Like, I I think that's okay. I think where I have a problem is where a government that allegedly is supposed to govern for all of the people in Mm -hmm. the country, whether they are rich or poor or smart or dumb or vaccinated or unvaccinated saying, okay, if you lose your job because of this, we're also like, you have no access to the social safety net. So good fucking luck. End up homeless. Like take your, your moral stance uh, to the streets. Cause that's where you're going to end. Up. And these are like people affected by this are they're fucking there's families with children and like mm-hmm. th- those children aren't to blame because their fucking parents won't get vaccinated, but those kids are going to be impacted by these policies all the same, yeah. where if mom and dad lose their job because they're refusing to get a vaccine. And then the government basically says, you know, tough shit, you're out on the streets. That's, that's not something that a government should be Doing
0: yeah like we All we all brag about How Canada's like got this like Nice social safety net and It's not like the wild west like The states where you could just get fired for whatever Like Canada has all these nice Labor laws so you technically don't Always need a union because there's Labor laws in place that protect the Workers and stuff but then they go and Fucking do something like this like if they Do this and it goes through I want to see Like I want to see information like they say Facebook has all this info on everybody, one of us. So I want to see the info on what happens to these people after they get shit canned and they can't get like EI Uh, is the government going to track what happens to them and like how many of them suffer greatly or like how many like people end up homeless because of this and stuff like that. Like, I don't really think, the pandemic especially two years in i don't think we should be doing stuff like this because it's like everybody's had it hard enough and i don't know it's weird because it's like i feel like in general society's kind of almost at a powder keg status where it's like because it's like people are just popping off like you see more road rage and stuff because everybody's got this like boiling anger and fear like because we don't know what's going to happen what if they do this and people just like fucking it turns into like another blm protest thing where it's like it just sparks it off and everybody's like yeah we don't have to fucking take this anymore and people just lose their shit like we should be calming people down and making life easier for everybody we shouldn't just be like this is the group of people we're going to actively fuck over because fuck them. They're not doing what we tell them to.
1: Yeah, I will say that, like, if you're listening to this and you do happen to be an unvaccinated person, uh, I respect your beliefs and your rights. Get the fucking vaccine, you dumb shit <laughs> like this. It's it's generally I mean, it's much safer than COVID. That is well-established. It protects you Mm -hmm. against COVID. That is well-established. Yeah. You're now you're just kind of digging in based on uh, what you believe is principle and you're fucked if you Mm -hmm. do that, because, uh, you know, governments are on board. Private businesses are on board. You aren't fucking traveling anywhere. If you're unvaccinated. like, I hope you like fucking Alberta because that's going to be the only place you're going to be able to go. And like, at this point you are doing irreparable harm to yourself and your family for something that you believe is, is a principled stance and like, take the L get the vaccine, find another thing to fight the fucking government on. There's plenty. You can argue them about taxes or their stance on climate or uh, Justin Trudeau's hair or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck else you want. But like the vaccine, this government was just elected. You're not going to wait out for the next three years yeah. until we have the next election like where you're not going to i, I don't think and a b- lot of people smarter than me don't think covid's going anywhere so like oh, no. what what is your end game here uh if you're still refusing to get vaccinated
0: and i just want to dear conspiracy theorists fellow conspiracy theories lean in <laughs> there got, you go talk to your people there i've got some information to share for you Like we're almost at the point where it's socially acceptable to admit this came from the lab. Like they just like science.org released an article yesterday saying like, here's like a sentence from it. A UA space nonprofit in 2018 and 19 at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China had the unexpected result of creating a coronavirus that was more infectious in mice. Like we're half a step away from saying This was made in the Wuhan lab by U.S. funding. So this might be you might be telling yourself, yeah, that's what I think. And that's a reason I'm not getting vaccine. But no, that's a reason to get the vaccine, because if this was made in a lab and it was by some shadowy people trying to, like, make some stuff, those are the same shadowy people who made the vaccine. So they know what they're doing because even like if this was made in a lab, then the vaccine should work even better because they know what they're working with and they have the pre lab samples and they can make even better vaccines. So what I'm saying is if you're into the conspiracy theories of all of this, like whole pandemic thing, that should be more reason to get vaccinated and not less because, Oh, and if you're thinking this whole thing, like the one conspiracy where you're thinking this is like, um, a thing to like a new world order way to call the population and to lower the number of people on earth. So people get more pieces of the pie. That's another reason to get the vaccine because if they're killing people, they're going to kill the people who don't listen and do what they're told. And yeah, it sucks, but live to fight another day, take yeah. the vaccine. And then we've, f- we drain the swamps
1: well if that's the if that's the (laughs) argument it's funny because bill burr made that point yeah i was was gonna say bill burr was saying that too yeah that he's like he's like okay if if they're if the new world order is killing people it's not gonna be the the subservient people who fucking listen and take the Mm -hmm. vaccine it's gonna be the people who don't so uh yeah just like get the fucking virus like this this is honestly not a lot is going to change
0: you said get the virus i think you meant get the vaccine
1: either or get the virus (laughs) or the vaccine they both offer the same level of protection um but like honestly at this point like you you're running out of fucking options and i understand what it's like to feel like trapped and have your back against Mm -hmm. the wall uh and that fucking sucks for you but like get the fucking vaccine
0: oh and another group of people i want to mention is all my fellow joe rogan listeners we're not Joe Rogan. We're not healthy enough. We're not spending our entire Spotify fortune trying to chase away the Grim Reaper by doing everything we can to make ourselves live longer. We're just fucking half-assing it. Every one of Joe Rogan's friends got vaccinated. Joe Rogan didn't get vaccinated, but he's doing stuff like getting fucking stem cells shot into his shoulders whenever they get sore. Well, yeah. He's fucking- When Joe Rogan in- got
1: COVID, didn't he get like uh, fucking like- i don't even know what it was like gene therapy like and blood transfusions and shot fucking into like, him. yeah like yeah he
0: got like an nad drip he got like fucking ivermectin he got this other chemicals he did he got like five super like like this nad drip thing it's like it's so strong they give it to you over two hours because it just it's like so many vitamins that go into your belly or whatever but he's doing shit like this like he's Get, like I said, he's getting stem cell shit. He's getting blood plasma work. He's fucking getting his telomeres extended by science. He's fucking going in ice baths. He's sauning every day. He's
1: microdosing fucking yeah. LSD
0: or whatever. He, mushrooms. It's like, if there's a thing that makes you live longer, Joe Rogan's already doing that. And I'm not doing any of that. I'm too lazy to probably even eat properly. So Sure, he is even he, even if he didn't get vaccinated, I'd say you probably should because you're not that healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have a Spotify paycheck to throw at. Yeah. And you're not getting your fucking
0: telomeres lengthened buddy. So just go get it.
1: (laughs) All right. On that note, I got to go fucking pack some processed food into my child. So, uh, Hey, thanks
0: everyone. Uh, Oh, we'll save it for next time. What? I don't even want to bring it up because you want to go. So
1: Yeah, don't bring it up because I do want to go. Hey, everyone, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to episode 187 <laughs> of Outrage Factory. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. Uh Dale, where can the people follow you online? Because they can no longer follow me. Anymore.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. The uh, podcast Twitter is at Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com/OutrageFactPod. Send us a Gmail, OutrageFactPod at Gmail. Uh, we're on Instagram, Outrage Factory. We're on TikTok. Um, we're on TikTok under Dale DeRuder Because. I didn't know how to set up a sit. Se- it's basically the TikTok's under my name because I'm an old person and I don't know how to set up a separate TikTok.
1: Classic old person. <laughs> uh, wherever you get your podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, tell all your friends about us, and until next week, stay angry. Beep, boop 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 boops. <laughs>